Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Living in Testimony podcast. I am your host, Shana J. And today I have an incredibly powerful message to share with you. And we'll be delving into the sermon from Pastor Mike, of course, his I Quit series. And the sermon is entitled, I Quit Complaining. I just want to first and foremost start off by telling y'all, if you haven't tuned in to just this series or just the pastor mike himself like him his brother darius anybody at rock city church like if you haven't tuned in i need you to go do so um for me just now starting well not necessarily just starting but for me to still be new on this journey this church has really god, i'm very thankful that god led me to this church because it has helped me grow and to really become super real with myself, become super vulnerable, also really make tough decisions when it came to my life and the people in my life. And it helped me grow closer to God, which is like the biggest blessing of all. So I encourage you all, if you're new on your journey, if you don't have a church home, um, whatever it may be, you know, even if you are on a church journey, but you're trying to find a new church, you're not really sure how to really build your relationship with God or just like it honestly it doesn't even matter where you are in your journey with God I recommend checking them out because they give words they are so realistic they are so relatable and it encourages me so much to not feel ashamed about where I've come from but it also teaches me how to like really take a step back and really look at how God has really brought me through a lot of things. So I encourage you all to do that. Um, if, like I said, like, even if you do have a church home, still check them out, um, so that you can kind of see where I'm grabbing my podcast episodes from. Um, and hopefully you can see why these episodes, these sermon series, like how they've inspired me and how I hope to inspire you through my podcast. So get ready for some eye-opening insights on how complaining can hold us back and how we can break free from its grip. You ready? Society, Society often encourages us to tough things out when things get rough. But as Pastor Mike reminds us, this approach isn't a one size fits all solution. It's important to understand that toughing it out is conditional and situational. We must be able to discern when to persevere and when to seek a different path. Now that we've explored the conditional nature of toughening it out, let's delve into the spiritual dimension of quitting. Pastor Mike's insights are about to take us on a profound journey, so I hope you're ready for some self self-reflecting. Pastor Mike defines quitting as doing less so that God can do more. This profound shift in perspective challenges the notion that quitting is always negative. I know for me, growing up, it was always drilled into my head to not quit because that's what losers do. Quitting isn't respected by anyone, and quitting was definitely not an option in my household. So for me, I love that PMJ redefined quitting. It gave me a new perspective that it's okay if I choose to walk away from things that no longer serve me or even to take a step back from things because I don't feel like I have all the right qualifications. In fact, sometimes God can achieve greater things with fewer resources. And by allowing ourselves to quit and allowing him to do more, we're invited to trust in his divine plan. 
As we shift our focus, let's consider how conversations with God can be elevated through transformative understanding. This is where the real power of change begins to manifest. It's all in the power of our tongue. A key point highlighted is that an authentic relationship with God results in an elevation in your conversation. This means that as you grow spiritually, your speech transforms. It's a powerful reminder that our words are a reflection of our connection with God. And I love that he made this particular point because it stuck with me. When you quit making excuses and allow God to work in your life, you quit complaining about what you don't have, what doors aren't opened yet, who betrayed you, but you also quit allowing others to constantly complain around you. In order to see something new in your life, you got to speak differently. Always remember Proverbs 18:21. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. You can either speak life into your situation and into yourself, knowing that God's plan will always come into fruition and always at the perfect timing, or you can speak death and kill every blessing before God even brings it to you. So moving forward, let's unpack the distinction, excuse me, the distinction between genuine concerns and complaints. This is a pivotal moment in our discussion as recognizing these patterns can really be a catalyst for positive change in our lives. Mike helps us to differentiate between genuine concerns and complaints. Concerns are valid, but when they morph into repetitive complaints, it's time to reflect on the root of the issue. In this segment, I'll provide valuable insights into recognizing and addressing our own patterns of communication based off of Pastor Mike's advice. We always seem to forget that everything we've been through, God has already prepared us for. There's a lesson in everything, and one thing about God is he always wants to elevate us. Like Pastor Mike said, complaining about your circumstances, it's a sin because you don't even give God a chance. He used the scripture Philippians 2 verse 14 and 15 which says do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you live clean innocent lives as children of god shining the shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people these verses from philippians emphasize the importance of living a life free from complaining and arguing it encourages believers like us to be a positive influence in the world shining as examples of god's children Complaining can really hinder this witness. It's funny how we always say stuff like, God, if you change this situation, or if you give me this, I'll never complain again, or I'll never do this again. And when he grants it, you find something else to complain about. I know for a lot of us, myself included, I complain because I don't know why I'm going through something. But as time has been going on, especially this year, I had to take a step back. And I had to depend on God to get me out of it, get me through it, get me over it, whatever. And I want to sit in this a little bit longer because there were so many gems that PMJ gave. And a lot of this was a reality check for me. One of the things he said was, you only complain when there's a sense of delusion or paranoia, which affects your ability to mentally hold on to stuff around you because you don't know in your heart if this is God or not. That's why you complain. Um... I'm not even going to lie to y'all, this, that part right there, it really resonated with me because today is Sunday, literally just probably like Monday or Tuesday, I was talking to my mom and we were having a conversation and I'm going through a situation now in school 
where I don't really know what's going on. And I felt, I'm, I don't, I won't even say I felt, I still feel like I don't know why God sent me back to school. So little backstory. I am, like I mentioned before, I'm back in school now, but this time I'm studying in the medical field. And what's annoying me is the fact that one, this is a new school for me. So this is new territory, new people, new staff, new programs and offices and all this other stuff, right? And first and foremost, they close this office mad early compared to the time that I get to school, but whatever. But the program that I'm interested in, I didn't know that I had to apply for the program earlier in the year. So like late last year, early this year, I was supposed to do the application for the program. And then the program starts now in December. And obviously, like over the spring, um, spring and summer semesters, they choose um, who they're going to accept into the program. So I just signed up for school said I was interested in this program and I'm just like all right cool and then when I was looking back I'm like okay I'm not in this program it doesn't say that on my transcript so I really don't know what's going on and I was going to call in different people going to different offices trying to get some insight no one's giving me the correct answer or they're like oh yeah go call this person so it was like playing telephone in a circle like it was it was ridiculous and I started to become frustrated because I'm like okay I'm already in this semester. I have to do the application that comes out next month. Cool. Do that. Got to wait until like March to kind of get their decision. Then from there, well, in March, they start making the decisions. Then over the summer, they'll make the decision, let us know who's going to start the program in September of next year. And I'm like, looking at the qualifications for this program and I'm already halfway through this program. First and foremost, they didn't transfer all of my credits over. So out of 90 credits, they took uh 31. I need 64 for the program that I want to be in and if I take all of the classes except for the one that is designated for that specific program, then by the time I get into the program, I just have to do like introductory uh courses into what this program is about and then do clinicals which is working in the field that I'm going to school for so I'm just like I don't know if that's appropriate I don't know if that's acceptable like I just need the right information so on and so forth and nobody's telling me nothing so that's one thing that's stressing me out is because well that was stressing me out that's because I'm, I'm like god I don't want to be sitting here going to school for nothing like I don't want to sign up like you had me come back to school I'm taking these classes. I'm going to have over the amount that I need for this program. So I don't even know if I really need these for real. I'm not in this program that I thought that I was in. I don't understand like what I'm doing. Right. And it was frustrating because I'm like, I don't want to go to school for no reason. I have to take out loans. I ain't got no job and no money to put like, you know, to pay these things back. So I need to know what I'm doing. Like, why would you even guide me to go back to school? And this ain't even, you know what I mean? Like, it it was it was really frustrating. And so then there was that. I'm like frustrated about that and I was venting to my mom about it. And then I get emails from my bank and they're like, Hey, um, you know, you have insufficient funds, blah, 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 all this other stuff. And they I now have like a negative four hundred dollars in my account, right? 
And I'm just like, how am I supposed to pay this back? What am I supposed to do? This doesn't make any sense. And it frustrated me. Like, I just became overwhelmed because I'm just like, I can't pay my bills. My credit cards are past due. Phone is now cut off. So I don't have a working phone, which is like the one thing I'm dependent on because I have to use GPS every day to get to school. Because I still don't, I still get lost every day going into the parking lot and everything. But I'm just like, the one thing that I need, which is my phone, I don't have access to. Like I can't use unless I'm home or unless I'm under Wi-Fi. And the Wi-Fi at school is sketchy, but that's besides the point. I'm just overwhelmed because I have no money to pay for nothing. I eat like once a day, so I lost a lot of weight. And it was just like, I'm just like, I don't like this situation. And I had to take a step back and realize that I used to feel like I had control over stuff. So, okay, I'm not working. Bills is piling up. Cool. Let me go get a couple jobs. Like anybody who knows me knows that around this time of year, I usually have like two to three jobs and I'm just going to work one because I like to save up for my birthday. And two is so that I can obviously pay my bills and make sure I eat and just, you know, take care of myself. I can't do that right now. So stuff that's usually like a norm for me, this is different territory. I don't know where I am. And I just cried because I'm just like, God, I'm lost. I don't know what you got me out here doing. And because I didn't know, like it made me start second guessing if this was God testing me or if this was really the devil trying to like get me. And Pastor Mike was like, whenever you're put in a, a test or a trial or put in something that's uncomfortable, when you are not spiritually mature enough to discern if this is God, you complain because the immature, the immature side of you believes if I complain, if I complain long enough, God will show up. And in that moment, when I was going through all of that and I'm sitting here and I'm crying and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, God, please, like, you know, if this is you, if this is what you want me to do and stuff like that just give me a sign. Like it was, it was frustrating. And as I'm going through that, that's when that statement had clicked in my head and I'm like, you know what? Okay. So what did I do? I'm like, you know, I'm gonna pray about it. And I prayed and I'm like, God, just give me a sign. And that was important because when I had conversations with other people, they're just like, Oh, you know, like things will get better. And you know, like that's life that's what happens you know sometimes you'll be unemployed or whatever or they'll give me like their story and you know it it doesn't really seem like they have faith that god will like change things around for them so they're kind of just like yeah life has been beating me up but it is what it is whatever i'm always figure something out i'm a i'm a i'm a you know i'm a change my situation blah 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 and we have to be mindful when we hang around constant complainers because will end up categorized with them. And it made it also made me realize like the beginning of this year, God wiped out a lot of people in my life. And it was crazy because a lot of the friendships that I had resonated well. Their our friendships kind of corresponded with this statement that I'm about to say next that came from Pastor Mike. And he said that people complain about the, he used this example and he was like People complain about their partners because they like them, but they're not sure that's who God wanted them to be with. So since they moved ahead of God, they choose to just talk about it instead of praying about it. And 
I had to get out of that habit of just talking about things that was going on instead of praying to God about it and getting that clarity from him. So yeah, I could sit here and I could vent to somebody, but I can't just leave it at venting. Now I got to pray about it. Now I got to ask God for a sign. Now I have to like ask him to strengthen my discernment so I know this is God. This is a test that he's putting me through because I know that he promised me something greater and he's just trying to make sure that I'm not going to run away from it or make, he's trying to make sure that I'm trying to, um, like I'm prepared for it. You know, I'm, I'm prepared for the blessing that he's about to give me. So I said, all I have to say, like that whole breakdown that I had, it really, once I watched this sermon again, it really put a lot of things into perspective for me and it made me shift my mindset for it. So I encourage you all to do the same. Now let's tackle a fascinating aspect, selective amnesia and ungratefulness. When I tell y'all Pastor Mike was reading me for filth this entire sermon, it was crazy. This concept, this aspect is, it was said to get us to understand how this impacts our perspective and how it's crucial to break free from the grip of complaints. Often suffer from selective amnesia, forgetting the good that has been done for them. They focus on what they've done for others, discounting present blessings. So in this part of today's episode, I want to highlight something that PMJ said in regards to selective amnesia. He mentions Numbers 11, verse 4 through 6 in the New Living Translation. And it says, Moses heard all the families standing in the doorways of their tents whining, and the Lord became extremely angry. Moses was also very aggravated. This verse illustrates a scene where the Israelites, recently freed from bondage and now owning their own properties, are complaining. They were missing the food that they received while in bondage. Not remembering and not realizing, God took you out of slavery. He didn't just take you out of slavery, but he provided you with your own space you now have your own house you now have access to food like you have your own stuff you are not dependent upon anybody else god is giving you blessing you with something and you worried about food that you had not realizing like yeah you got this free food but your freedom was tied to that your everything your happiness was tied to that your independence was tied to that Now you have your freedom. You have your independence. You literally have your own stuff and you're sitting here complaining and you doing it with the Lord in front of you. Like he wasn't like, what? And the people are discontented despite being in a state of freedom and abundance, which highlights the tendency of human nature to complain even when blessings are abundant. It's a powerful reminder to appreciate the now and acknowledge past kindness. And another thing that Pastor Mike said that I took away in that sermon was that complaining discounts what God said that he'd do in the future. If you have, if what you have right now doesn't look like his promise, when you're complaining, you're calling God a liar. God told you he was going to do something. He never said when. And to be honest with you, that's why this season of my life is it's changed because I had to recognize that I was becoming a complainer. God had placed so many great ideas in my head 
and I'm dreaming about them constantly and I'm like starting the process of like doing research and kind of putting things together but then at the first sign of it not working out I quit I give up and I complain like oh it's not working out like why give me this idea and it's not gonna work out and I really had to like I had to chill like I didn't see how much I progressed because I didn't have those tangible things in my hand I don't have it right now I don't see I'm not at the end of God's great plan for me I'm in the I'm in processing right now and God had to remind me that he never told me when I was going to reach my destination but that I better make sure that I enjoy this journey because everything about this season is different and when I went to rewatch the sermon like I realized like I've been unemployed before This isn't my first rodeo with going a long time without a job. What's different about this is I can feel that he's preparing me for something different. I've never been at peace like this, first and foremost, but also everything that I'm doing is for something bigger. It's for the next phase of my life. And if I don't thoroughly engage in this while I'm in this waiting season, I'm going to A, delay the plans that he has for me but also I'm gonna regret not appreciating this time because then when I'm thrown into work and I'm I'm doing all this stuff like I'm gonna be like dang I wish I had that time that space that whatever no I'm enjoying every moment of this and then in addition to like enjoying it he's placing people in my life that aren't letting me give up on myself they're literally lighting a fire under me and they're like hey like you need that motivation back like god got great plans for you i see you going far so on and so forth so like you can't give up i'm not letting you give up what do you need help with matter of fact here i'm gonna research this i'm gonna do this i need you to focus on this and go from there but we're not letting you not fulfill your part in what god has planned for you so before we move on, it's in se- it's essential to comprehend the neurological impact of complaining. And Pastor Mike gave a statistic, and the science behind it is very eye-opening, and it emphasizes the urgency of change. So in the sermon, Pastor Mike mentioned that according to Stanford University, scientifically, complaining has been shown to have detrimental effects on the brain. It actually shrinks the hippocampus, which is a critical area for problem-solving and intelligent thought. In other words, the more you complain, the more you make that the default setting in your brain. Understanding this can be a very powerful motivator to break free from the cycles of complaints. Just know, like, so in plain terms, just know, the more you complain, the smaller your brain gets. The smaller that part of your brain gets. Finally, let's explore a practical approach to shifting our perspectives. From complaints to confessions. This is where the real transformation happens. Towards the ending of the sermon, Pastor Mike offers practical advice on how to overcome the grip of complaining. Number one is to guard your focus. We must focus on solutions, not problems. The complaint is more about how you feel, not how to fix it. Number two is to discover faith partners because it helps challenge your perspective. Your your crowd impacts your clarity and your clarity impacts your conversation you got to change your circle especially if it's full of complainers 
Sometimes you got to tell them, I'm not avoiding you. I'm just choosing not to talk to you. You have to change your tone also. Be mindful of people and be mindful of yourself when you call it a little job, a little business, or a little dream. If it's a little job, why did you accept it? If it's a little dream, why do you keep thinking about it? And if it's a little job, why did you take it when... Why accept it when God can provide you much bigger? And number three, do what you can and trust God to do what you can. Talk to him. When you feel yourself becoming a complainer, Pastor Mike suggests pausing, praying, and pursuing gratefulness. We must decide this simple yet profound approach because it empowers us to trust God with our problems rather than letting them become a cycle of complaints. As we wrap up today's episode, I encourage you all to reflect on these powerful insights from Pastor Mike. Breaking free from the grip of complaints is a transformative journey in itself that leads to a greater spiritual growth and a more fulfilled life. Thank you all for joining me in this episode of the Living in Testimony podcast. If you found this episode impactful, please consider sharing it with someone who might benefit from these teachings. Remember, a positive conversation can change the trajectory of your life. Until next time, may you find peace and purpose in every step of your journey. Take care and God bless. And don't forget to stay with